What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 51, which officially means we are closer to 100 than we are zero. Big Czar, what's up? What is up, my guys? Oh, nothing. Just just chilling, man. And being that close to 100 instead of zero, if that doesn't tickle your winky, I don't know what will. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. We're on, the, we're on the back half now on the road to 100. We honestly weren't sure if this was going to happen when we first started it. It is. I mean, it's really wild to say 51 because, <laughs> it, like like you just said, in the beginning, you know, you do the first couple and it, you don't realize how much work it's going to be in the beginning. But then once you start getting it as a normal routine, it's it's incredible that we're still doing it. And I'm pumped about it. It's crazy because I literally remember when we got to episode 10, I was like, dang, dude, like we have so many. That was when it was Mr. Bucon was our guest for episode 10. Yeah. And I was like, man, we're at episode 10 already, like right. double digits. Are you serious? That's kind of like I have that yeah. feeling right now with funny story. Actually, we, we tried to film episode 10. Well, we did film it, record it. Episode 10 of Midnight Gamer last night and it was a solid episode, like so good. Like we killed it. You know, we took a little bit of a hiatus as usual with that. So we had so much news to talk about. And then we're at the end, like we're on Skype, me and me and Sith. And he, he sends me over my or sends me over his audio. And he notices he's like, man, it's only one point five megabytes. Like, what the fuck? For whatever reason, his voice recorder didn't record his audio. Oh, God. So the whole episode just didn't happen, which was just a heartbreaker. Yeah. I was like, wow. That was like me and Jake the one time. We were like 25, half, half, 25 minutes, half hour in, and Jake was like, JT, is your mic on? Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I for, Yeah, that was one of the episodes where it was, it was just, just him, me, yeah. him and I doing it. So we were trying to knock it out and on we a were, Saturday. And we were rolling, too. And I was so upset. I was like, "We're done." I'm. Set. I was like, "We'll do it tomorrow." I'm not doing it again right now. Uh, that's the worst <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, like, I had a sinking feeling in my stomach when we had the uh, the hockey pod guests on, the Caps chirp guests, and we noticed his mic got knocked off. For I was like, "Oh, oh my yeah. god, how long was that off for?" Yeah, I know. It ended up being fine. Well, yeah. if, I mean, it was fine. It but. felt like an eternity, but it really wasn't. It's you know, these things are starting to get a little old with the rubber bands with the mic sliding up and back. So it was just one of the things where he was just tilting it up and it was sliding backwards. So it just turned it off for a little bit. But that's one of my biggest fears is us just sitting here, you know, we're all just rolling an hour, two hours in, and then you realize that the fucking audio wasn't catching. So I can completely feel how Seth felt. He probably was bummed. I mean, it, it was a uh, pretty big bummer to be honest and we're gonna have to redo it i mean uh, we can't just like act like it didn't happen and skip all this news so i don't know we'll probably try to to do it uh tonight you, gonna, you guys are hearing this it'll be we'll probably try to record tonight are you gonna name it episode 11 <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe episode 10 and a half that would be funny <laughs> 10.5 maybe for the stairway to 100 we can upgrade our mics that would be sick that'd yeah. be sick new be table cool. new chairs maybe yeah. You know, spice this place up a little bit. The possibilities are endless, but 
waited way too long. JT, you have to talk about the news. Well, first off, Tiggy Nation, what's up in your world? I'm, then we'll uh, get to my news. I'm all good. Just wanted to say nice mustaches, boys. Thank uh, you. you know, obviously, you're a week plus late on the Steelers kicking Denver's ass. And uh, yeah, it was kind of a snooze fest for Zara and I. And I feel like you are specifically growing out your beard really nice and thick to rub it in. I right think now. so, yeah. yeah so, so. It's probably the longest I've ever had yeah, that's maybe I, in my life. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's it looking pretty nice. But guys, I do have some big news. And it's big news especially for the sake of the podcast. I don't know if you guys are ready for this. I watched the replacements. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. yep. I loved been it. How long? A year? Fifty episodes. Fifty-one yeah. episodes. <laughs> Jeez. But I loved it. Uh, first off, I was telling Jake while we were watching. I was like, Keanu Reeves just seems like a great freaking guy. He's right? incredible, man. You know awesome. what I mean? Even when he's acting, I'm like, he's just a good guy. And John Favreau, incredible. I don't know who the actor is that plays the coach, but he was awesome. Uh, just forget his name. Just overall good movie. Uh, Shane Falco's girlfriend, Smoke Show. Smoke. Love the movie. Love the f- as it a fo- I love it as a football movie. It might be one of my top football movies. Um, I really between that, honestly, that and Varsity Blues, I love both of them because they have that comedic factor as well. But they're, the story is still so good. So I'm I'm glad I watched that finally and. Moving moving on up in the world now. I knew you'd love it. Like yeah. it, it really does. It checks all those boxes for a, like a comedy slash sports movie because it's still got the serious tone. Yeah, you get into it. It's funny, like how um, you know the Washington football team had to change their name. I was hoping they'd change it to the Washington Sentinels. That, like in the yeah, movie, yeah, that'd be really sick. That would have been cool. But it's a, that's a fucking awesome movie. So many good actors in it. Well, the the idea of the movies one like that always jumps out to me because just imagine in any big sport in this day and age if players just decided they weren't going to play and they were just like okay fuck you guys we're going to bring in this team and they went like three and one could you imagine the energy in the stadium yeah it would be it'd be pretty nuts i mean we've seen strikes in some sports leagues the nhl has done it a few times they don't play though no they don't play yeah Yeah, they just quit playing an nfl would be wild yeah like like that exact scenario imagine them because you would probably we'd probably know or recognize some of the names that they'd bring in as replacement players absolutely guys that were good in college but didn't make the nfl like those would be the type of guys they brought in yeah for like short however many day contracts till the strike was bring over. back Tebow literally he'd be like the perfect guy yeah. seriously I mean that is that'd be a really really cool scenario we should try to get the players to strike the <laughs> thing is though I don't think uh it ever I hate to rain on the parade but I don't think it ever work because money talks as we're seeing in college football also news I possibly maybe broke the Pac-12 returning a week ago I saw that it was, it was, I think, like the 18th of September or something like that, or the 16th or something like that, and I got a little birdie in my ear, sore, saying that all that USC football players were on campus, and they're not there to play school, ladies and gentlemen. Ask so, for credit. So I, so I saw all the news fly up, and I got, you know, a few ads here and there, and be like, you called it, you called it. So, you know, I wrote up a quick blog about it, but, um, and I responded to, you know, the Bleacher Report, and be like, uh, per me, kind of, you know, but, um. Yeah, so that was cool. So Pac-12, I guess, if people care. I don't think anyone's cared since, like, Reggie Bush played. But I mean, but that that's crazy to think that now you are 
Adam Schefter of college football. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> a sport I don't watch. Yeah, so, I mean, just thinking for the future, if you can start dropping this inside information in these sports, you, you might become something, man. Tick, yeah. tick bombs. Start getting, like, big try scoops. Try to acquire as many inside sources as you can. I should just start dropping random stuff. Just see, if, see it, if it happens. See like, it happens. ten years later, like, yeah. Like. Well, that that's why the dude... Shout out to the guy in like 2007 from Washington that trademarked all those names right now, like because he knew that eventually they'd have to change the Redskins name. So he went in and trademarked like hundreds of Washington, whatever names. That's got to be why they couldn't settle on a name. He probably took all the best ones. And then when they wanted <laughs> yeah. to get it, he was probably like, cough up the dough. Yeah. Oh, Pay me. oh yeah. yeah. No doubt. Didn't want to do I didn't it. even think of that. Because it was so weird. You're like, oh, the Washington football team? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, how hard would it be to be like but, Washington Cougars? Like, just something. Anything. But honestly, the Washington football team kind of grew on me. Yeah. I think it's kind of hard. I agree. Just the Washington football team. Like, especially because it's D.C. and it's just like, you know, the capital of the country. And it's just the Washington football team. You I watch them. kind of badass. It's a copycat league out here. If Washington starts to dominate... And, and make a name for themselves in football, you'll start seeing all these teams eventually just start calling themselves like the Carolina football team or something like that. That that could potentially be a trend if it swings in Washington's way with the wins and things. Potentially, but at the same time, I don't know because, I mean, what other team has a, a name that's borderline? Any, is there any team? Um, I can't think of another Cleveland one. Indians. Yeah, I was going to say the Cleveland I'm Indians. About the NFL, but uh, yeah, the Cleveland Indians is who comes to mind, yeah. Uh, also the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe maybe the NFL team will be like we need we just need a new clean like a start new brand, yeah. Like I mean, let's probably. use the Browns for an example. They haven't been good for 50 years probably. Ever. And maybe they might just be like one day we need a rebrand and they'll be the Cleveland Shit. football team or the Cleveland Steamers, <laughs> which would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that wasn't the news that I thought you were going to break. I want you to break your other news that we were talking about outside. Oh, my Marvel news. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, this is some, some I, cool I news. I think it's, I might know. It's, it's a rumor, so I'm kind of the Adam Schefter of Marvel news. I like that. Credit. Uh, so I thought this was really cool. Um, so I found it on Instagram. That's where I get all my news is my Instagram explore feed. Very reliable. It is. But there's a rumor going around that Marvel wants to have high-profile actors as alternate versions of existing MCU characters. Like Tom Cruise's Tony Stark, for example. Let's go! And like Doctor Strange's multiverse. Yeah. How sick would that be? That'd, like, be, that'd be awesome. So this, I, I didn't, this, your leak or whatever rumor is more broad than the, what I saw yeah. was a specific act, actor's name that they wanted, uh, John Krasinski to play the alternate version of Captain yes, America. Yes, dude. Oh, I would love... Because he was auditioned to yeah, play yeah, he, Captain he was, America. He almost got it. He was literally, I think, the front runner. Yeah. And then some... Obviously, Chris Evans must have just blew it out of the water. What, right? did you see his dick? Probably. <laughs> it's fucking they, huge. They probably had to flash each other's dicks, and they were like, Chris Evans is bigger, he no, wins. But just really think about this, which I know everybody is, but imagine what money grab this could be for Marvel... If people like the, they could literally spin off into oh, another whole what, MCU alternate universe. That's what I was going to say. The opportunities are endless if they do that. They could come out with new Disney Plus series in any of the alternate universes with any of the actors. 
You know, what I mean, they can even make more movies. Like, I uh, that I saw today yeah. actually uh, an unnamed uh, Marvel Universe Disney Plus series was confirmed to um, Samuel is going to reprise his role. Yeah, as Nick Fury. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what did. Did you see what series it was? I, I think it's just it's called Fury. Oh, it, okay. It's just on him. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that he's getting. That could have been just Boss Logic making that up, like making a Photoshop, just making his own yeah. show. But I think it might just be his own his show. Own show. That'd yeah. be cool. I I get a lot of my Marvel news from Boss Logic because he does a lot of the artistic stuff with you know pictures and things like that for posters and things. So a, a lot of things that he uploads. Uh, seem to be you know come true but i'm excited for she hulk she hulk they casted the actress that played in a show that i used to watch back in the day on the bbc called orphan black that was very very on good. the big black cock yeah the big but <laughs> the big black cock network and her yeah so i i was very very excited about that because she's a cool ass actress I feel like ronda rousey would make a good she oh hulk. yeah no doubt i agree she's just probably not a good actor. Well, I mean, how much CGI and what they really have to do? Exactly. <laughs> that was my point. Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. Very attractive. Oh shit, fellas! I just saw Vin Diesel just came out with the song. A song. Vin Diesel today released the song, and I haven't listened to it yet. Oh god! But everybody keeps posting that it's a banger. Really? Like, does he like, just? Does he? Is it just him singing "I Am Groot" the whole time? No, I, I believe it's like a. I believe it's like a singing, like a like a like soul a song where song. someone sings. Wow, that's strange to me. I'll have to listen. To Very it when strange. We're done. But speaking of music, what do we think of uh, MGK's new album? Listen to it seven times already. I only listened to it once through, and as I said before, we started recording. Concert for Aliens is still my favorite song out of the whole album, but I loved it. I liked the the one interlude where it's just him and Megan Fox talking. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that was sick. Well, as as we kind of all talked about, it's pretty cool to see him go from a rapper to a guy that's you know being featured in a lot of movies, and now he's dropping a rock album. It seems like ever since The Dirt came out, when he played Tommy Lee and Motley Crue, then all of a sudden you notice his music kind of going in that rocky edginess. So I, I don't know, big fan, but I, I do believe that this is the best version of him, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. I, I mean, I I can honestly say I didn't really listen to any of his rap music. Um, I started not in 2017, but his 2017 album is Bloom. He kind of started switching it. And that's when I started listening to it. I like his stuff way better now than if when he rapped. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't a fan at all of his rap stuff when we were in college, like from 2010 up to now. Like what, for what, first six years of that decade? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really, I, I listened to some of his songs, Wild Boy Jump Out, Jump Out, Wild Boy Jumps Out, Mind of a Stoner <laughs> with Wiz Khalifa. Oh, yeah, that's good. a good one. I forgot but about that. That's song. really it. Yeah. I agree. I, I can't. I'm, tr- I'm sitting here trying to think of other ones. Really, all I can remember is is Wild Boy, Half and Naked and Almost Famous. Nope, don't. Nope. Mind of a Stoner. Yeah. I used to listen to that I, song. I, I really time. just think that I just really. I don't know. I just never gave him really the time of day because I the first couple things I heard I didn't like, but I always heard his shows. Back then, like I wanted to see him live because I heard his shows were, like. Insane, like he was crazy yeah. on stage, and like and it was just like a good 
like entertainment. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what uh Sith, our co host of Midnight Gamer, said to me too. He said he went to his concert and he was like crazy talented. Yeah, that's that's what he always used to tell me that. That's why I wanted to go see him because he's from Cleveland, right? Yeah. MGK. So is Sith. And yeah, he said the concert he went to, he like just chugged a whole fifth of fucking uh whiskey or something right on stage and was just like so fucked up. Like that's the type of stuff you want to see as a college kid, you know what I mean? Like Hell yeah. Back and, then. And I feel like that's what a lot of people say about Travis Scott now too. Is that like the hell they made a whole Netflix documentary on it. Like his his live shows are incredible and, and that's what's that's what's cool about some artists that I mean, Travis Scott's huge and MGK is becoming big, but to be like one of those artists that are known for your actual live concert and venue experience is kind of more cool in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with that. There's there's so many sides to the music business and like the entertainment side, like your your shock value or factor or whatever you want to say, like and the type of performance you can put on is a huge factor in all that. Yeah. And and speaking of Travis Scott, I was supposed to go see him on the the Astro World tour in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I didn't go. And Brady said it was amazing. Well, yeah, he said it was great, but he also said he doesn't remember it. <laughs> he didn't tell me that. So so well, which now, is which now here? I have to discredit Brady. Yeah, which a is which bit. here? If you didn't remember it, why were you telling me it was so awesome? He literally Okay, sorry Brady, but you did say <laughs> he was like he was like the concert was awesome. I was blacked out. I don't I can't remember who opened for him. Oh, uh, uh fuck. Was it Trippy Red? No, it was no. uh it was Mobamba. Mobamba. Yeah, Wes uh Wasn't it? Yeah, whoever whoever sings that song. But yeah, he he said he was blacked out and doesn't really remember it much. So we'll have to get to the bottom of this, man. You can't be going around telling people one thing, telling somebody else another thing. We got to figure this out. Blacking out is a crazy thing, and a lot of people black out on Thanksgiving Eve, like you guys talked about on the tobacco pipe. And I have a hot take here. Okay. This is personal opinion. I don't think to, uh, Thanksgiving Eve is all that it's cracked up to be. One, because I don't like to be – because Thanksgiving Eve is one of those nights, if you go out, you're getting fucked up. Like, it's not just like you're going – you know what I mean? Like, and then I'll be hungover all of Thanksgiving, and it kind of just ruins my whole day. Do you I'm, get what I'm, I'm saying? I'm, I'm definitely on your side here. I think Thanksgiving Eve has completely lost the charm it had yes. even like five yeah. years ago. I, Dude, yes. I mean, I just completely agree. Because I, the I've, past two, I haven't gone out because I, I made the ex- – well, it was a legit reason. I was like, I'm going hunting early with my dad, so I didn't want to go out, you know. Yeah, but what we were talking about, too, was kind of just the biggest drinking holidays. No, I taking know. all of the hungoverness yeah. out of it. I personally believe that Thanksgiving Eve is the biggest drinking day, even over like Fourth of July or um, New Year's Eve or things like that. As a whole, it, you think it's bigger than St. Patty's? I think it rivals St. Patty's. I honestly do. I, I, I would say on a like national scale, probably not. Maybe like here, maybe. Thanksgiving uh, Eve's bigger than St. Patty's. Well, I mean, day. yeah, that's how I have to judge everything. Yeah, like, with my opinion, that, yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's just how I have to look at it. That's what I've grown no. up as. But I'm yeah. saying, as a whole, for me, New Year's or Thanksgiving Eve is bigger than all of those places. But I'm with JT. So if I'm if I'm comparing Thanksgiving Eve with St. Patty's Day, there's not 
another holiday the day after St. Patty's Day. So I don't. It doesn't matter if I'm yeah. hungover. Yeah. But but I'm I'm so with you. Like yeah, yeah. it ru- it kind of ruins your Thanksgiving if you're like super it sick. Do- I know it does for me because like everyone's different. Everyone's body reacts differently. But when I'm hungover, hungover, I can't eat at all. No, me either. Like Absolutely. so, it like ruins my whole day. Yeah, but I mean, I I get that. But like also now us getting older, hangovers ruin any day. Exactly. So that was going to be my other point. That's why I think I used to love Thanksgiving Eve, and I still don't dislike it, I guess. I just don't have as much love for it as I used to. And that's another reason is just because my body doesn't take a hangover as well as it used to. We're old. We're we're getting old, and it'll shut me down for two days, bro. Oh, yeah. Two days. I wake up sometimes in the morning on regular days, and I'm like, I'm starting to feel my back a little bit. I'm like. I'm like, holy shit, my hips are feeling weird. I feel like shit every morning. Dude. <laughs> every morning. It's so it's so crazy to think of. That happens so quick, though. From like 25, I never felt like this. And then all of a sudden. You didn't? No, in terms of the achiness. Yeah, the achiness, like Back yeah, and all that. And then all of a sudden, you get a little older and, and like, it, you feel like an old fucking man. Dude, like my left knee, I have this. I know here in less than 10 more years, I'm going to have to have knee surgery or something. It just fucking aches every day. You got that fluid in there? Walking, I think I might. I need to probably get it checked out, but I just don't want to. We could drain it for here, you. Here's what fluid? What are we talking about? I don't about? think there's fluid in it. I just think that there may, may be some, you know, like ligament damage or something. I mean, I can just, YouTube it and try to fix it. It just aches, dude. You know what yeah, I mean? No, I feel like, it's not good. Yo, getting old is not. Do you want to hear a crazy story? I do. I really. So do. when I was, I'm not going to name a store because this is this is a personal story. So I'm not going to name any names here. But I was at work and I was talking to some woman, and her son ended up ha- he he started to get really bad knee problems, and they didn't know what it was. And he rubbed snuff, and it, it got real bad to the point where he couldn't even walk, he couldn't sleep or anything. So he went to get it was all swollen. He went to get checked out. Somehow, like, the snuff whatever shit got in his bloodstream, and it all built up in his knee. No way. Yeah. And they had to drain it out, and she said it was, like, the worst smelling thing ever. But how does that even happen? That blows my mind. I I thought you were going to say, like, he had to get his fucking leg amputated. Well, I thought that's where she was going with it, but no. But can you believe that? No, I can't. That's absurd. He rubbed snuff so much, it got... Like obviously, it gets in your bloodstream, but it was so much it just built up in his knee. But that—that's what's fascinating too about the human body. We're all so different. Oh yeah. Like, it, but, but like when you talk about things, you kind of group people in and just kind of have assumptions that like these type of people like these things and and like this food. But it's it's not it's not like that. Everybody is so different, and that's that's what's it's fucking crazy. I was thinking about that earlier today, like. Imagine being the first person that was like allergic to tomatoes or something, or was like lactose. Like, why yeah. can't your body take lactose like I can? Like, why? It's strange to think like how evolution and everything. Like, why did some bodies like with, you know, the genomes and the yada yada yada? Like, why is it all so different? And why does it vary with like each and every person? You know, I, I think allergies are the craziest thing. I think about them all the time. There's a cricket. There's here. a cricket in here. <laughs> 
I think about allergies all the time. Like, do you think allergies were always a thing, like dating back like hundreds and hundreds of years ago, or do you think allergies are a product of evolution? Personal uh, or maybe like your individual like low immune system. I something. I doubt there were allergies a long time ago because everybody was outside and like kind of lived in that environment of taking on all of like the pollens of the world and things from the trees. I feel like even when there were homes before air conditioning, I feel like everything was probably okay. But once you get to air conditioning and a heater and things like that, that's when I feel like allergies probably started because that's when I flare up the most. Like if I go outside and it's cold and I turn the heater on in the van to warm it up, but then I step out and it's like warm and I didn't realize it, all of a sudden my sinuses and everything just shoot. I Yeah, go uh, crazy. I get the AC part, that's true, but I kind of disagree. Like honestly, I think like humans have just gotten softer. Like I think there's always been allergies. I kind of think it's... Honestly, I do. I think people are just like... You think people were dying like 500 years ago if they ate a tomato? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think Yeah, like, why why would it just start now? Well, my theory on it is... Why would it start ever? That's what I'm saying. Like, why would it ever start? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I think my theory on it is the... I like this talk. Let's go. The progression of, like, mate. So, like, every time someone mates with somebody, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, you're mixing... Fucking... You're mixing DNAs. So, like... Think about it. Honestly, I mean, it's just true. It's just a numbers game. Think about a thousand years ago, DNA was just, it was m- more pure. It just yeah. was. Keep the blood, true. Keep the bloodline so you pure. Just, you just keep fucking mating, <laughs> mixing DNAs. And I think like that just develops just little subtle weird things. Yeah, you're right. People. I never, th- see, like I don't, I was telling Jake this. I don't know like anything. It's so true. I, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I wasn't even thinking that far into it. You're right. Like, when, because you're right. Like, years and years ago, obviously, people's DNA or whatever the f- fuck was more pure. Like, it didn't have as many ingredients in it. Right. Be- you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, everything was more natural. You would live off the land. Yeah. You would you you would feel the energy, the vibes of the land. Like, we don't get that now. Like, People used to be outside all day long, and they would take in all of those certain things. You would have a chicken, and you would eat that chicken. You wouldn't try to multiply that chicken by a thousand to genetically screw with it to make food. Yeah, like that—that wasn't an option. And I I don't know. It's fascinating to think how technology has advanced us in a good way, but then you look at everything. It it's ruined. Also, I think tech. I think if you could honestly argue, in my opinion, that overall technology has made life worse. Let's segue. And, and listen, and, and, and I was and already, but, going but not to. just not just like technology like this, like what we're yeah. thinking, electronics and stuff. Think about how bad automation and stuff ended up being for the planet. Like, or is I don't know if automation was the right word, but like, think about when. You're right. Factories started being yeah. built, and all the emissions, stuff like oh, that. Oh like yeah, that was that was seen as big time technology. Like we're creating this thing, and yeah, it furthered industry. Yeah, and like was great for the economy and stuff. But like when we're talking about its effect on the planet, dude, that's that's the problem with like yes, technology advances have been crazy. There's so much stuff we can do, but 
in the grand scheme of the world, it's such a short-term goal. Because the earth is just getting completely destroyed. Right. For, like, just these... In, like, like the... Uh, what am I... Scale of how long the earth's been here and how long whoever, whoever knows it's going to go. Oh. But it's so, like, short-term of, like, what we're trying to do and how fast it's destroying the world. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, right now, realistically, the big big corporation guys, big suits, they only care about right now making their money now. Yeah, I mean, exactly. they're going to die. Once in they're dead, They're going to die in 100 years, yeah. and realistically, they don't care. And, and realistically, you know, I would hope we have another 100 years of things being suitable on this planet. But, like, it, I, I had people tell me two weeks ago that they don't believe that climate change is a thing and that, um, well, it, c- it could just be gender reveals. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they were saying that they don't think climate change is a thing and they don't think that global warming is a thing. I was like, I, I don't know. I, to I, me, that's absurd. I, I used, it's, uh, it's I'll, like evident. I'll be honest. I used to not think it w- this was years ago. I used to not think it was an issue. I, I used to just think that people would say that as like political propaganda and things. But then you start to sit back and think, why does California keep catching on fire? Dude, why is that? And why are the, the polar ice caps and, like, all the glaciers and melting. stuff melting at an alarming rate? Why like, did half of Australia burn? And, like, and I said, I brought those points up, and they were like, the person's response was, well, the world's climate's constantly changing. It has been for millions of years. Like, why do you think there was an ice age? I was like, but you're not understanding. This is about, like... The ozone layer is literally like holes are ripping into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a big believer in science. I think science can support so many things. We should get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the pod. I'd be so down. <laughs> be sweet. But like, I just think it's kind of evident in where we're living. When's the fucking last time we've had a harsh winter? Yeah, dude, I know. Yeah, We'll, we'll get to cold temperatures, you know, for maybe in February. Maybe in February. But then where's all the big snows we used to get? Listen, I bought a truck for a reason. I want to kick that bitch in four-wheel drive. I don't have the opportunity to. You want to know why? Global warming. Yeah, we, we, it, no, I mean, there hasn't been snow, realistically. No. My parents used to say on Christmas it used to snow all the time when they were kids. When, when have we ever had a white Christmas ever? When we were younger, when we, we used were, to. See, like, young, I don't even had, remember. We did have a few. Yeah, but like. But more realistically, in the last five years, we've had more Christmases that were 70 degrees than we have yeah. below that. Yeah, it, it it's crazy. Literally, it was 70 degrees on Christmas two years ago. I literally had it in my notes. Fall season, it's fraud season because, you know, it's just not that cold right now. It's going to be 80 this weekend yeah, and stuff. And I was saying, like, like you're kind of saying, like, it hasn't been cold on Christmas and stuff. They should move the months and the seasons. Yes, I agree. With the rotation. Maybe we messed up on the math with a 365 and a fourth or something. I don't know. We Something's need, off. Or, you know, probably global warming. We need to have, but, like, three Januaries. Yeah. Like, just January <laughs> 31st into January 1st again. And and I, I'd like it'll to, just just one yeah, time until it starts snowing hard. Yeah, just one time, and we'll never have to do it again. Yeah, if we can if we can if we can shut the economy down and then play football, we can have a later, fifteen month year. We can have a fifteen month year. All it'll just be the same day for a couple months, and then once it starts snowing, it'll be like okay, that's the next day, that's, and then we just change yeah. it. These are these are interesting theories. <laughs> no one tried to discredit before we. 
move on to something else, though. I do want to bring up. Did any of you guys watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix? Uh-uh. Oh, man, it kind of ties in with what we were just Look talking about. Look at me. Look at me. I'm scared shitless. Dude, it, it, it's... Oh, should I watch it? it then? There's some yes. deep shit in it. Like, Is this it, new? Yes. It's, uh, it's a documentary, but it's also like a little... There's actors in it, too, like a little show storyline. Um, Skits, basically. For the, I mean, long story short, for the most part, it just says like what really like huge impact social media has had on people, and it's literally like reprogrammed our minds. And and they're, they're he was saying like we don't even realize it, but it's like all these ads and all this shit is literally like making us like zombies to our phones. Dude. Which it's true. It's so true. And like it was showing like these little characters at uh, you know, whatever big like Google or whatever <clears throat> saying like tracking your phone like he hasn't picked up his phone in a little bit. Why what's going on? Let's send him a a, a Facebook notification. And it'll just click it, and then it shows the kid like picking up his phone and then he plays on his phone for like an hour. And what's scary and it's like it's so weird. It, it it I said, have you watched Black Mirror or Twilight Zone or anything like that? I've seen episodes of the Twilight Zone a long time ago. I've not watched Black well, Mirror. Well, I was saying, it is lit. That show was literally an episode like of Black Mirror, except it was real. Life. Except it was real. And I was like, I it was so chilling. It's funny that you <clears throat> brought this up because yesterday I literally I was have literally goosebumps. having the conversation with my girlfriend. I said, shout out girlfriend. I said sometimes I wish that smartphones because i was bitching i was bitching how my phone's just two years old and it's fucking up which is ridiculous and it's on purpose i know it is because they want you to buy a new phone but i was saying sometimes i wish smartphones never became a thing like we're never a thing i had an experience yesterday i went for lunch to get five guys and i i ordered it on on the app so i was hoping i'd show up there and it'd just be ready and i wouldn't have to wait and so I get in there. I go up to the pickup window. My food's not even close to being done. I'm like sick. And then the place is fucking empty. There's two other people in there. So I'm waiting there, you know, by the pickup window. And I reach in my, my hand in my pocket. And I'm like, oh, shit, my phone's not in there. I'm like, oh, I must have left it in my car. And within like another two minutes, I started having anxiety. I was like, I don't know what to do standing here without my phone. I was like, I need my phone. I need my phone. I kept debating. I was like, you should just go out to the car and get it. And I was like, no, that's silly. Like, I was fighting with myself in my head. Like, that's pathetic. That yeah. is pathetic. Well, and what, what's incredible about that is I do the same thing. So what I what I did is when I went on vacation at the beach, I left my phone in my house. Yeah. And I made myself... When mom, dad, JT, Sith, whoever, we were all shopping, whatever, and I just was doing my thing, I would make myself not have my phone. So I would have to find things to do, walk around, read something. You, you know, it, it, you, you feel like you don't feel real, you know, sometimes when you have your phones with you. Because when you have a moment to yourself, the only thing that you want to do is be on your phone. And that's what's scary the thing that scared me about the social dilemma is they said the algorithms are becoming so strong that it's nothing that people were doing. It's just, it's literally like a person's brain. It just grows and learns all this stuff. The algorithms are becoming so powerful that they know what we want before we know what we want. And there is a way to stop that. They could take that coding out of there, 
But then they risk of, well, is, does the website still stay popular and generate money? And and that's and I, I don't know. That's what's like real scary is the whole algorithm stuff. But I, I don't know. I, I hope there is a point in time where we do kind of disconnect from which as of right now, it doesn't look like we'll ever be back that yeah. way. No. no, but it was weird, uh, weird and like chilling because there was like probably 10 big time like tech company executive executives that they interviewed for this and it, that all had like quit and they showed like these big seminars and stuff and like people were asking them like what ha- you know do we need to change like what's going to happen if stuff doesn't change and the guy was like there literally will be like a civil war and we'll all just kill each other like it was that serious like because, because Depending on where you are, oh yeah, is what news your phone will show you, and it could be like the exact same story on the other side of the country, but a completely different narrative. Yeah, yeah. and it's like if if that doesn't change, the guy was like, "There literally will be like a civil war," and I mean, he, we're, we're trending in that direction. Yeah, well, and he said that <laughs> China and Russia, they don't they don't hack these sites to do what they do. But they've learned and figured out the algorithm so well that they can have these bots like send in all these things to stir up all this drama. And I, I'm a firm believer. I'm not going to say all of it, but a lot of this stuff that tears us apart on Twitter and shit like that are bots from other companies that are or countries countries that are hired to do that. And that's their job. And they just say things to spark the fire and then thing happens. Things happen over here so they can go back in their countries on how they're ran differently and they can say, well, look, how the United States doesn't obviously doesn't work. They're fighting each other, yada, yada, yada. This is why we have this kind of set government in our part of the world. And I never used to believe that stuff until I watched this documentary. So here's the conspiracy theory for you. Give it to I kind of just it's probably a conspiracy theory, but it just kind of popped in my head. And the influence was. In the Game of Thrones books, it's way different from the show. Like, you know, Dorne, the area of Dorne. There's this, like, theory about, the. it's called, like, the, the Grand Dornish Plan or something like that. The Dornish Plan, where, like, they're saying that all these events that have been happening in the book have been, like, years and years of planning by the Dornish people to, like, bring the downfall. So this is where my conspiracy theory is a little bit influenced from. What if social media as a whole are just tickets to our downfall like starting all the way back what do, what would you say was the first social media and i know this probably wasn't the first one but the first one that probably took off was myspace yeah i was gonna say myspace i, I would say the f- yes the like, first one what have if, a big what if impact this whole time it was a grand grand plan a grand scheme by another country to cause the downfall of america and they knew it would take like 30 to 40 years but that was just the plan it, it, listen nothing shocks me there is a book. I'm not a big book guy, as everybody knows. I've seen the, the co- title and the cover, the cover of the book. That's it. But it was from like the <laughs> 1990s, and the title of the book was How China is Going to Take Over the United <laughs> States Silently. So, 
It's a real book, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's scary, dude. It's a real book, man. Look it I, up. I believe you. But but it, it is scary to think that all of these issues that are happening here, it might not be us. It might be people sitting back just literally throwing uh, fucking napalms into all these conversations. Like, oh, they're talking about this. Let me say something completely radical and piss everybody off so they fight. And it's working. Dude, we're, we're, we are right now living in a scary time. Yeah, it's terrifying. Because here's what's going to happen. Things are either going to go back to normal, which I don't see happening anytime soon, or we're going to have a civil war. And I never thought I'd sit here after learning history growing up saying that there's a chance we could go through a civil war. But history re- repeats itself, and that's what's scary. So I'm moving, I don't to, know. If, if I'm a, moving to Canada. If a civil war actually was on the horizon, like it was about to happen, would you guys be able to pick a side? But what are the sides? Exactly. I don't know what they would be. That's yeah, I don't, I don't know. But would you be able to? Like, are you, are, really, you, are, you, no, are you saying like, you no, like yourself? Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I'm asking your opinions, but, like, realistically, and th- I'm not even basing off whatever, whatever side, sorry, whatever side's beliefs are, that doesn't even matter. I, I don't think I could pick a side because I don't want to fight in a fucking war. Oh, yeah. I'm moving I'm to Canada. You. I would be like, I'm out. I'm neutral on this. Fuck you. I'm out. I'm going to walk down the middle oh. of the street, walk to the left. Chat it up with them, turn around, kick it to the right, chat it up oh. with them. I'm going to be good on both sides, so I don't I get think I'm with JT. I'm beelining it for Canada. If there's a legit civil war, I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. Fuck I'm you out. guys. I'm going to Mexico. I'm dead ass. I'm out. Yeah, I'm not here for that. Fuck. And if there's I a, t- if I there's a million free out, countries. If I can't make it out, I'm arming myself to the teeth and like making a bunker and waiting it out. <laughs> what else can you do? I'm yeah. like, I'm not fighting. Me and Tig talked about this a few ep- a long time ago about what our bunkers would be. For I when just the quarantine started. Remember on one of our episodes? Yeah. yeah. Here I just, it comes. I just never thought in modern day America that we would be talking about this. No, but I, I'm I don't I'm with what you said. I don't think it's ending anytime soon, all this. And I think the upcoming election is whatever the re- I don't care I, what the results are I think after the election things are just get, continue to get worse there is no scenario right now when I because I, I I'm sorry a lot of my stress and anxiety and things like that have to stem from this now too it, everything it does, that's going absolutely. on I think about it all the time and I really do think this, about this is morbid for me to say like realistically I don't which is bad. Like, I don't worry about... I don't think about this stuff at Holy all. Holy shit, you just cut me off. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I thought, keep going. Yes. Yeah. I just had a thought. I can't I remember now. About it. Sorry. But, uh... um, Oh, yeah. I was telling Mason yesterday, I won't be shocked if the world ends in, like, two months and we all just die. I won't be shocked because we'll be dead. That's what I'm saying. Is, is oh, yeah, there, you're is right. Is there <laughs> something shocking that could happen? These days, I don't really think there is. Yeah, like I mean, they're there. I mean, no, I, that's not true. I mean, things would still be shocking, but you'd just be like, "Well, it's, we were kind of on pace for that." So, but like, if if another nine eleven happened, like a big terrorist attack happened in the United States, that'd be shocking. I mean, that w- that would be shocking, don't you think? Well, and and then if you deep dive into history, they say that the Mayan calendar we fucked up on about eight That's years. That's all bullshit. So technically, right? Is it though? 
Is yes. it bullshit? Literally everything our whole life has been bullshit with aliens and everything. Like All, all of this shit is coming true. I don't, Everything's coming true. I don't believe in the whole Mayan calendar shit. They just got tired of they were, they were probably like, listen, the world's not going to make it that far. We're just kind of done making calendars. And, and, right? I, know, I mean, man. how it's far? It's just weird. How far in the future are they going to go? People try to retcon the whole Mayan calendar thing so many times. You're saying that oh, uh, we they screwed up an eight year period of it. There was like a thing right after fucking the 2012 thing happened. People were like, oh well, actually. This was supposed to be the date, and it was like a year and two months after that, or something weird. And let's, it's like, I, let's be real: the Mayans were batshit crazy. Yeah, okay? I mean, the, the Mayans <laughs> don't know dick about anything. That's what I have to say. Pretty good at making calendars. Yeah, I mean, they can make a calendar, but is it kind of? Is it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, is well, it? Well, according to the Farmer's Almanac, we're gonna have very snowy winter. Well, that's a whole nother thing that it's complete bullshit. The Farmer's Almanac. When is the last time that the farmer's almanac was right? What is the far- what is where yeah. do you even have well, find How that? can the how can any of those people predict that? You can't predict the fucking weather. You can't. I'm sorry. Being a meteorologist is the dumbest yeah. fucking job in the <laughs> in the country. Looking back, I wish I would have done it. You can be wrong all the time. You don't ever you, have to be right. You'd make a great meteorologist. <laughs> Dude, like dead ass <laughs> You'd be amazing at it. To the north up here in Maine, there's a nice forecast of clouds. Like, sure, I get it. Like it, it, it's all about reading radars. That's what it is. But you can't predict. You know what I mean? You can't predict that. You can just see what is on the radar, and like that shit is subject to fucking change at a at a moment's notice. Yeah. So like predicting the weather. It it just shouldn't be like that. Like when you watch the weather at at night, it shouldn't be like so finite or whatever. Like it shouldn't be the guy being like, "It's gonna be eighty on Friday. It's gonna be seventy five on Thursday." It should just be like, "Well, my radar says this stuff's coming, but you know, I'm not really too sure. Yeah. It, you know, it could change. We don't know. It maybe might. that. Maybe that. <laughs> maybe we need to have the uh, juice box weather show. Yeah, <laughs> dude. We should. I mean, just, we, just unfiltered. We like. can go to space, and they can't tell me if it's gonna rain tomorrow. I guess uh, that doesn't compare. Uh, I mean, but still, with all the technology, you, you would think you'd be able to figure that fucking shit out if you can go to Mars or wherever it's at. I mean, I, it's pretty incredible that we can actually see weather patterns on radars. It's just like, it's just ever changed. Like, you can't predict the direction and stuff it's going to go. Or like, I think clouds sometimes just fucking evaporate in, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. Me neither. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to go to meteorology school. But it was funny when we talked about the water, how, you know, we could be drinking water that, like, Abraham Lincoln did oh, or whatever yeah. from, yeah. which is crazy, so from evaporation. Where did and that come? Where did you? We talked about that, on like, a couple episodes. Neil ago, deGrasse right? Tyson said that. Yeah, but w- we talked about it in depth at the scramble, oh, yeah. too, I believe. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was talking about air. He was saying, because, like, air kind of, it doesn't go anywhere when you breathe. You know what I mean? I know it like turns into carbon dioxide, or right? Carbon dioxide, and then the trees eat yeah. it, and then they they spit out oxygen. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not all dumb. So, what's carbon monoxide? That's one oxygen atom. And that that's that's also just that oh, stuff. To bring it back to what you said, polyatomic ion about not knowing anything, like. It is crazy to think that I wake up every morning and I'm just like, 
I really have no clue what I'm doing. But here we are again, another morning, and I have to get up and just do stuff that this whole time I just don't know what I'm yeah, doing. But to be fair, you know what you're doing. Like, you know what you're supposed to be doing. Like, I get what we're saying. Like, we wake up and we don't know shit about a yeah, lot of, like, in-depth things. But we know... We know what we need to know. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... There are just so many smart people in the world. It's fascinating. I couldn't imagine having all of that in my brain with all the stuff that I already have that's useless. Like, right. could you imagine if you could write code? No. What does it even do? That stuff always blows my mind, people that can write code. Like, the things... But that- how can you just say, hey, I'm going to write this fucking bullshit-ass code and make this But people can do that, but then I think about when, we're, when we were sitting in Myth... Miss Ruther's class chewing up fucking pages and throwing them on the ceiling. Like, that's the stuff that I used to do. And then you have a guy over here breaking calculus equations with no calculator, and I'm sitting here like, dude, how do you know this shit? Yeah. I just want to say I I never threw spitballs at the ceiling like Jake did in in (laughs) Mrs. Ruther's class. I just just watched him do it. (laughs) Boo! Yeah, Yeah, but like... I broke the uh, chalk dispenser, though, in that class. Dude, that that was it. Remember... I don't want to I guess I guess hammers (laughs) used to take ornaments off of Mrs. Everly's Christmas tree and just slam them on the ground. (laughs) In front of her? Yeah, like in class, he would just pick one up and just slam it off the ground. That's horrible. Pretty funny, though. Dude, we were so Dude, bad. Kids are assholes. I didn't do anything bad. I wish I did. I was. No, you don't. No, I kind of do. It weigh on. It would weigh on your. I like. Conscience. I like went backwards. What you think? You're a little bit more of a deviant now. Yes, no doubt. Like I'm. I don't do anything bad. But what's like, the last deviant act you've done? <sighs> oh, this is not deviant, but it just I had a really sad story that happened the other day. <sighs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> Here we go. So this is really bad, and I'm—I I didn't know what to do. But oh, God. I was in Smithfield, West Virginia. Oh, is this going to involve like hitting an animal? No, but okay. close. It's close to that. I have no service. It's a human. I have—I have—I have no service. I don't know. I don't really know where I am. I'm kind of lost, and I'm driving. I'm at—I'm work. It's. Mind you, it's bumfuck nowhere, so it's all kind of like just kind of farmland. So I don't know what's going on. And I'm driving. Oh, man. And there's this old dog walking down the road. So I stopped, and I was, like, trying to get him to come. Like, come here, buddy. Like, are you all right? Like, I didn't know what to do. I, was, I didn't know what to do. So I just stopped, and I was, like, trying to see if he was okay. He, like, wouldn't come close to me. And he just kept walking along. And I just left him. I was so sad. I didn't know what to do. What if, I mean. He was like old and like walking down the street. Yeah, but he might just do that every yeah, I was day. Say, but like this is Smith, not like, this is not like a Woodsdale neighborhood street. It's like a Well, that's not main normal street. in Woodsdale either, the dog walking It's like around. a main street. I know. I know where a Smithfield big street. is. But Smithfield probably operates a little bit differently, don't you think? Yeah, but like, oh, uh, man. I heard the dogs down there have minds of their own. Uh, maybe, but like, I was so sad. I didn't know what to do. I, I was like, should I take him with me? 
Well, I just want to say, I was like it's all not, nervous thinking that something was going to happen. Oh. And you got sad because you saw a dog walk down the I road? Mean, oh, sad. yeah. I mean, it is sad. <laughs> no, I, it's not I, sad. Well, how sad. is that not You're sad? Not, I agree. That's sad. But He was like, an old, like, sh- raggedy looking dog <laughs> by himself. But there's only so much you can do. Walking down the, the road. Time. That's I not s- sad. I saw this old gray duck flying, and I was like, old gray duck flying by himself down the road. Shut the fuck up. Nah, no. I I feel you, JT. I would have been sad as well. I mean, I feel you. I understand. But but at the same time, like, realistically, say the dog did come to you. You got him to get in your truck or your car. That's what I'm saying. Where are you taking I didn't know what I was. I didn't. There was nothing I could have done. I didn't know where I was. Just think of it this way. I was like, oh, man. I was so sad right after it happened. I was like, man. I'm terrible. You just got to tell yourself that that dog, he knew where he was walking to. Uh, yeah, you're you're probably right, but I hope he didn't get fucked up by a truck. No. Fuck. Yeah. Maybe. He's been walking that road for years. Yeah. I hope that's, so. That's his road. I, I just, mean. You just got to tell yourself that. But, you know. Yeah. You know how moms in the morning, they go walk around and I do guess. loops and things together. That's what the dog was doing on his own. I guess, man. But. but whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I hope he's okay. He probably is pretty fine. But did you guys see the Tyrod Taylor stuff? I do think that's pretty crazy. The lungs? Yeah. I, I, d- to think that nobody knew Herbert was starting, and then they were doing that before a game, trying to give him a little... Sabotage. Uh, dude, it's got... <laughs> it's fishy. It's got that fish smell all over it, man. Very, very weird. I don't know. Do you guys think that... I was talking about it with someone the other night. Do you think it's in the players' contracts that they signed? That like they can't sue team doctors for any kind of medical malpractice. Like, do you think it just is part of your thing? Like, yeah, you know, it's a team doctor. Like, they're just trying to help you. Whatever, it's your risk. I really don't know because I, uh, me personally, I doubt that they've even could have thought that'd be a scenario. No, I don't. Never heard of be- anything like that happening. Because uh, those doctors, they just work closely with the team, so they know everybody, you know, pretty well, and it's. You know, I don't know. It's just weird to think a mistake like that would happen at a high level of the NFL. I agree. I think you got to fire and clean house. I think the doctor should be fired for sure. I mean, mistakes happen, but like, how do you puncture a lung like that when you're trying to administer a, a pain shot? Well, because let's be real, he's gonna get healthy, but he's not gonna start over Herbert now. Probably not. I mean, I mean, if Herbert has a bad game. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, we'll see. He played super well. I mean, like real well. He balled. So, but I don't know. It's just something I was thinking about the other night. But, but realistically, would an NFL player, a starting quarterback in the NFL, sue a team doctor? You got to think that he probably makes way more money than the team doctor, anyways. Shots fired. Well, most um, team doctors too, like, just have a you know their private practice as well yeah, on top of it. So, right. um, yeah, it's straight. Pretty strange uh, predicament, I would say. But why? Why are they like injecting pain? Why can't they just take pills? Or I don't know. I feel like that's weird. Like, well, it's they're just injecting like pain tolerance into the muscles, or probably injecting. I would imagine hit sooner. Yeah, I think it hits like right away. Yeah, you inject okay. it into the muscle. What What was it that he was really cracked ribs? So okay. they were trying to like numb the ribs, and the dude went too far and poked his lung. Yeah. What happens if you puncture a lung? Like, what does it feel like? We can, I don't know. Not Belan- yeah, we can get Johnny Belancic on the pod. He probably can't breathe very well, probably. 
Yeah, I mean, for sure it can't. I mean, it's you can die from it. It's uh, Actually, Johnny Balancic got very, very lucky that he got a second opinion from a different doctor. The first doctor cleared him. And the Jeez. second doctor was like, uh, no, your fucking lung is punctured. Like, well, imagine what would have happened if he didn't get a second opinion. I just kind of picture a butterfly with a bum flapper thing. Or if you just had a hole, like, in the middle of your neck. Oh, well, Jesus. I think you'd be dead. Sheesh. If you just, like, had an extra hole, you could, like, breathe through it. You, like, cover your mouth, but and you could, like, just breathe through your yeah, neck. That is a thing. You know that, right? Like, yeah. Like, people that had to have, like, from smoking. There used yeah. to be that commercial. I couldn't watch it. Ew, the wor- That'd that be the dope. Worst. Like, you'd have, like, eh, it wouldn't really. It would be dope, dude. You wouldn't get any chance. It'd be cool if... <laughs> <laughs> you could have, like, your own... Your, like... You can make a snorkel out of it. <laughs> just like put put a tube out it and like swim like this way. Just cover your mouth and you can like breathe through it. That would be pretty fucking wild. That would be. You could you could like fucking you could really beer bong a beer <laughs> with that thing. I love the optimism. I'm with you. You could. You could stick the beer bong in the fucking thing, right? Yeah. I'm you telling really you, I'm could. always thinking on the bright side of things. What else could that, you do with that? That's the bright side, all right. You should probably smoke through it. Yeah. Smoke a, smoke a blunt. Yeah. Some cigs. Oh, yeah. A stogie. Some some darts. Ripping some darts. Well, dude, I feel like we need to tell the fans what's going on tomorrow. Should I? Okay. Please. I'll do it. Tomorrow, the Juice Box Boys, bright and early, we are going to be working on our... Second limited run of T-shirts, but these ones are going to be made with love and care Yep, by the Juice Box Boys. I don't want to call them handmade because obviously we didn't make the fucking T-shirts. We didn't, uh, what's that called? We didn't sew. Yeah, we didn't sew these T-shirts up, but. Tig's been in the back with his knit and his ball of yarn sewing every shirt to the team. <laughs> We're hand dyeing them, hand designing them. Um, super excited. I think they're going to look really, really cool. And it just gives it another sense of like, you know, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but the fact that like we're actually putting our own hand on the work and like we can sit back and say like, you know, we actually did that. Unique. Yeah, it's very unique. Each shirt. Yeah. Each shirt will probably be a little different from the other. So super excited about this. Um, this limited run of t-shirts yeah definitely definitely, and i and i want to say i i guess i should just give my little speech right now give it to me i was going to give it on instagram i was going to make a post on the juice box page but our first limited run of t-shirts you know i was a little disappointed with the shirt quality it they weren't as soft as i thought they were going to be as they weren't as soft as they were advertised to be to be honest um Still, they were cool shirts, you know, a classic color scheme for Wheeling and for all of us for where we went to school. Um, you know, they we, I don't think we sold them as well as we wanted to either. And, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's based on T-shirt quality or not, but I think maybe it was this, the way we went about the size runs. So we, we've tweaked that up. We'll have more sizes for the more in-demand sizes. Voluptuous. And uh, we've gone with a 50-50 poly cotton blend for these shirts. So, um, you know, quality of the shirt should be, you know, a lot, lot better. We have a, a hometown, a local group 
um, going to do the actual, you know, after we get done dyeing the shirts and everything, they're going to print the logo on it for us. So we've gone local. We're not using custom ink. I'll, I'll just throw it out there. That's who we used for the first batch. I was disappointed. I'm hoping everyone likes these ones a lot more because um, personally, you know, I'm, I'm just a kind of a guy. I'm a stickler for quality, and when things aren't, up to my standards, you know, it upsets me. You know, we just say I, fuck them. I just want their, I want to, you know, especially when it's something we're giving out to people, I take it personally, you know, I want yeah. it to be as best as it can be for everyone. So, like I said, I'm real excited about this t-shirt run that we're going to be dropping um, as soon as possible. I mean, as soon as those logos are, are done, um, you guys can start ordering them. We'll get some shirts put up, um, some pictures of the shirts put up on Instagram. We're going to self-model them. So, Stay tuned for them sexy pics of the Juice Box Boys. Ladies! <laughs> I'm going to be only wearing the t-shirt. That's it. Nothing else. I'll make my own <laughs> crop top version for you ladies so you can check me out. Subscribe to my OnlyFans, JTNixon underscore. Check out the me modeling my new t-shirt. <laughs> my Hopefully own. we're going to get some video footage tomorrow, too, of us, uh, of the dying process. So Yeah. Some cool stuff on the horizon. Yes, will be very, very fun. Before I go ahead and kind of close this out and wrap it up, Sith and I have been talking, and I, I don't think any of you guys would object. I think one project that we're going to try to do once a month is we're going to get all of us together. So all of us here, John, Sith, Hank can come if he wants and just kind of have a big group powwow episode. So I think if we can try to do that at least once a month to get us all in the same room once a month and get that energy and excitement. It can um, be like that 70s show. We can all sit in a circle. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So it, it, it's going to be fun. So stay tuned for that. Um, it, you know, I, I think we'll try to drop one at the end of October, but that'll be packed because like Zar said last week, we are having a Halloween special. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, and I just want to say we're back, baby. Consistently, we're going to be back every week. The tobacco pipe's back. Midnight Gamer will be back as well. And we're looking forward to keep fucking going, boys. So I, I, I love this day. This is my favorite day of the week. I get most excited to be down here, and it just makes things nice. Ta-ta for now. Did you plug your stuff? I don't need to. You're right. We don't really need to, but I'm going to anyway because I got it down pat. You can catch me on Instagram at JTNixon underscore on Instagram. I'm on the Juicebox podcast Twitter. That's at the Juicebox pod. That's at the Juicebox pod. Follow us on Facebook, the Juicebox podcast. We are not the Diabetes the Juicebox podcast. Um, yep. Uh, correction. Mo Bamba sung by Sheck West. Sheck West. Sheck West. That's it. Yes. Also, um, find me on Twitter at TiggyNation, T-I-G-G-Y-N-A-T-I-O-N, and on Instagram at Money in the Bank Tigs. I am on Twitter and Instagram at JuiceBoxZar. That's Z-A-R. Z is in zebra, A is in apple, R is in running away with the podcast game, bitch. R as in Reebok. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Bye.